Imagine if you could sit down at your desk in the morning, piping hot coffee in hand, you could pop open your laptop, double click on a document on your desktop that says life plan, so you could check on what's happening this week, this month, or even this year. Well, I wanna help you create that plan. Let's spend five days together making a roadmap for your future so that you can live all the rest of your days on purpose. Yes, you can own the future that's coming your way. The five-day Own Your Future Challenge is absolutely free to join, and I've got a spot with your name on it. Don't let another week, month, year, or even decade pass you by without owning the vision for who you want to become and the impact you want to make while you're alive. This is five free days of learning from incredible world leaders, helping you to uncover who you truly are and leading you to craft a roadmap and set goals aligned with the future meant for you. This is important. Join me and other amazing global leaders and experts to help you own your future starting May 11th. You can join right now for free at jennaschallenge.com. That's jennaschallenge.com for the five-day Own Your Future Challenge. I can't wait to see you there. You're listening to The Gold Digger Podcast, episode number 169. All right, gold diggers, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. This dream chasing business is hard and beautiful and freeing and stressful. Safe to say that there are so many emotions tied to really going for it. And today I'm not only going to talk about the five emotions that every girl boss has felt at one point or another. Not only are we going to dive into the emotions of what it's like to be a driven woman, but give you tips on how to capitalize on these feelings when they come. Whether it's a seemingly negative trait or a positive one, I'm going to help you take control and use it for good. So are you guys ready? Let's do this. You're listening to the Gold Digger Podcast, where we firmly believe that work doesn't have to feel like work. Self-made millionaire and marketing guru Jenna Kutcher will help you redefine what success looks like. It's time to hear from the experts, listen in on honest conversations, and learn the best tips and tricks that helped others pave their own way and craft their dream career. If you're ready to dig in, do the work, and tackle your biggest goals, you're in the right place. Here's your host, educator, photographer, and mac and cheese lover, Jenna Kutcher. A huge thank you to Pvolve for sponsoring today's show. Pvolve is an incredible workout streaming channel with an insane amount of workout choices. As a treat for listening to Gold Digger, visit pvolve.com slash gold digger and enter gold digger at checkout to get a Pball and receive two months of free streaming. Enjoy gold diggers. Emotion number one, we have all felt it. First up, fear. That one simple word that we've all felt at one point or another in our career journey. That's right. All of us. Let that sink in. You are not alone. Every single one of us has felt fear at one point or another. Whether it's a lady with a perfectly styled Instagram who seems to have it all together, or the college student with a blog, or the multimillionaire CEO. Whether you are just starting out or you're 10 years in, fear is something that you're feeling. 
something that's held you back that has kept you from chasing your biggest dreams. Now, I think it's funny that entrepreneurs often get labeled as fearless when that couldn't be more false. Forbes said, entrepreneurs are plagued by fears too. In fact, entrepreneurs live in every state of nearly constant fear, a place where risk is heightened and embraced. Fear of failure, fear of discouragement, fear of embarrassment, fear of health problems, fear of everything can throw an entrepreneur's life into total disarray. I mean, when I think about my journey, there has been so much fear. I think one of the first places that I felt fear was putting in my two weeks notice and thinking, what if this doesn't work? And I remember my parents, they were just trying to protect me, but they're like, okay, here you are. You have this salary, you have benefits, and now you're going to turn all that in to chase a dream with a camera and no education and being a photographer. And I think that what was beautiful about the fear that was instilled in me was this challenge. Like, how can I prove them wrong in a really great way? But also, how can I bet on myself? There have been so many other places in my journey that I felt fear when I've pivoted, when we were pregnant, when I wasn't sure kind of what was next, when I wasn't loving what I was doing, when I needed to hire people. Oh my God, was that scary? And so there are so many places that we have felt fear. And how true is that? Like when you are your own source of income, absolutely anything can completely rock your world. And a healthy dose of fear can keep us prepared and ready to fight back in order to prevent bad things from happening. But it's when fear turns into worry and the inability to move forward and that scarcity mindset that makes us believe that there isn't enough for all of us and that if she's doing better than we're failing, and that's where we have to adjust our thoughts. Now, when I left everything that was secure behind to move forward, I knew that I needed to have a net ready for myself. There are some people who like face fear, they dive in head first, they're ready to go. But for me, I knew that I needed to have a net. And so in order for me to feel like I could safely jump without making too big of a risk, I wanted to match my salary for my corporate job. And I thought about all the other logistics I would need to consider, whether it was healthcare where we were living, our cost of living, what equipment I needed. But at the end of the day, I knew that I just had to jump. I had to silence my fear and bet on myself and you need to do the same. So if you feel like fear is holding you back, there are ways that you can take charge. Something that really helps me is to think, what is the worst that could happen? While this sounds dismal, it often makes me realize that the absolute worst thing is usually manageable and you'd still be able to move forward. Sometimes rationalizing your fear is actually the best way to beat it. So I wrote down, I said, what happens if I fail? What happens if I need to go back to that job and say, you know what? I tried to do my own thing for a while. It didn't quite work out, but I have this degree and this experience to fall back on. That's not as scary as I was making it seem. And so when you actually start to look at what you would do, what would be your action plan if those worst fears happened, you realize that it's not all that scary. And so entrepreneurs, when you are feeling fear, I want for you to write down that big fear and then write down what you would do if that actually happened. And suddenly you lose the power that fear has over you and you start turning towards faith. 
And so when I meet so many entrepreneurs and I hear so many stories, so many of the stories that they're telling themselves are fear-based stories. And so what I challenge you today is to really get honest about those deep, dark fears and to create action plans. The second you have those babies down, the second you kind of let that control go. The second emotion that every entrepreneur will ever feel is excitement. You know that feeling like when you wake up and you're just so excited about what you're about to do that day? You have a little pep in your step and everything just seems a little bit brighter. Entrepreneurs thrive on this feeling and a lot of times it's what got them started in the first place. I know that is so true for me because the beauty of being an entrepreneur is that we often feel this excitement about our work. Like, how cool is that? Most people loathe going to work, but rather we have designed full-time or part-time jobs, side hustles, projects that absolutely fill us up. Now, remember that day when you were just so excited to start your business, your blog, your product, you just wanted to do everything at once. Like every timeline just felt way too long because you were just so pumped up about what you were about to do. I can think of so many evenings that I stayed up late into the night working on a new blog post, a pricing guide, an email template, because I was just too excited to wait until the morning. Now, I do want to caution you that also made me a workaholic because I was just excited about everything. But the truth is, is like, I love that feeling when I am genuinely filled up and happy about my work that I could feel like I could work forever. It's like this like constant state of flow. And that, my friends, is doing your soul's big, hard work. Now, there are flip sides to excitement. I know, how am I raining on this parade? But let's be honest, being so excited about your work can lead to overworking, overinvestment, and out-of-line priorities. Gold diggers, I urge you that no matter how excited you get about your work, try to be even more excited about family time, about rest and self-care, about vacations and living offline. And I'm not just saying that you should feel this joy about every facet of your work. But it should at least be in parts of it. For me, I get so fired up about writing, recording these shows, course launches, photo design that I genuinely love. And while we may love what we do, we can never forget that work is work. So I want to do a little exercise with you because I I love giving you these tangible things. Like I can talk all day, but you guys got to do the work. So for all of you who have totally found your thing and you show up excited for your work, that's awesome. But for those of you that just feel like you're missing something, I want for you to write down a list of as many things in your life that excite you. Like if you could wake up and do absolutely anything, anything in that day, what would it be? doesn't have to be work-related whatsoever. I think it's really helpful to think, what are those things that you do when you're procrastinating on something that you should be doing? And I know this might sound a little goofy, but I really want for you to think about what you are doing when you should be doing what you should be doing. Now, I think this tiny exercise is a great way to look at your true passions and what you really feel excited about. For me, I love going on walks with my dogs. I dream of Hawaii, like time spent in Hawaii fuels my soul. I love taking beautiful pictures. I love writing just for the sake of writing. I love decorating our house and could browse Pinterest forever. I love listening to other business podcasts. I love collaborating with other female entrepreneurs. I love watching Trashy TV with Drew. I love connecting with others and countless other things. These are the things that fill my cup. 
And now here's your chance for clarity. I want for you to look at that list and think about how you can combine these into some sort of career. I have a career that allows me to not just go to Hawaii, but to make a profit there through our Airbnb. And I have a mastermind that not only allows me to connect with others and collaborate, but it also extends my mission in business. And I'm able to write in a way that serves my audience through captions and blog posts and and resources and courses. And I love taking photos. And now I get to do that to showcase our lives and our home and Drew and sponsorships, you name it. And I love listening to business podcasts. And then I made my own. And so while this might seem like too dreamlike for you, I'm telling you that there is a space for your dream job out there that allows you to live in a way that excites you. It doesn't have to be what you make all your money off of. It doesn't have to be your full-time gig. It could just be a piece of your life. But I want for you to ask yourself, are you ready to go get it? Really, are you ready? There are so many people in this world that believe that work has to feel like work. And if you've ever listened to our intro for the show, we sincerely believe that work doesn't have to feel that way. And so I want for you to find something that excites you. It can be something that you never post about on Instagram, that you never make a dollar off of. But when you live an excited life, you inspire others to get passionate again. And that is so contagious. Are you guys ready for number three? I think we should do it. Number three is stress. I said it. Gold diggers, five letters, one word, stress. Can I get an amen? It is an emotion that we are all going to feel. And if we're being honest, we're probably feeling it right now. I think every single listener out there has felt stress with your work. Whether your inbox is overflowing or it is straight up crickets, you are likely stressed. And when you're an entrepreneur, you are the one that has to keep the ship moving forward. And if things are slow, it relies on you. And when it hits the fan, it's also on you. That's a big weight to carry for us, isn't it? For me, when I think of stress, I think of the summer of burnout. Now, here's what kind of happened if you haven't heard this story. So when I first started, I booked 25 weddings and I was willing and able to leave my full-time corporate job and that was able to match my salary. And then the next year I took on more. I took on 27 weddings. And the year after that, I took on 30 weddings and that was the summer of burnout. I was photographing weddings literally every weekend in the summer. And friends, it was stressful. I was editing. I was traveling. I was doing back-to-back weddings. I was taking photos. I was packing my bags all the time. And I never felt like I could catch up or take a breath. Simply put, I was burning the candle at every end. And it was beginning to really impact my personal life, my health, my mental state. I was making more money than ever. But I was more unhappy than I'd ever been at that point in my career. And so it was a really stressful time. Like I remember the days when I would joke, like I'm working from bed today. But the truth was, is like I was so exhausted. I couldn't get out of bed. And I was just chasing my tail. Does any of you guys feel like that? Like, am I alone here? But this is where stress can either be a good thing or a bad thing. What do I mean here? When you feel stressed, it is your body and your brain trying to tell you something. It's an internal reaction saying, something's not totally right here. And to be clear, I'm not talking about brief periods of stress during a busy week. I'm talking about the all-consuming, sustained stress that is impacting your life. 
Do you guys have any areas of your life where you feel like this? Are you waking up and you're just stressed out daily? Are you feeling anxious? This is your sign to do something about it. Whether it's transitioning to a new job, hiring someone, or even getting professional help. Like think of the stress in your life as a message. What needs to change and how are you going to do it? When I was in that season of burnout, I remember we had this family weekend at a cabin and I was kind of bummed because it was one of my only weekends off and I still had so much work to do. And so here my entire family is gathered. We're all together. And I brought my computer with because I still had work to be done. I I couldn't disconnect. And I was sitting in the corner working while everyone else was together. And I remember just being so emotional. Like I couldn't separate my feelings from anyone else's. And I was so anxious. And I just remember feeling like the shell of myself. And I knew, I knew that something was about to break. (laughs) And it didn't break right then. It broke a few months later. Drew and I, it was a Sunday evening. I had booked a shoot instead of just blocking off a day to be a family. We'd been hanging out with his family. Once again, I brought my computer with. I thought I had to keep working. I went to the shoot and I kind of collapsed in the car. And I loved my couple. I love them. And I remember turning to Drew and I said, do you think they could tell? He's like, do you think they could tell what? Like, do you think they can tell how absolutely exhausted I am? And on the drive home that night, Drew was driving. I fell asleep on the way home and I woke up when we got back and I realized I am giving my clients every ounce of my energy, my husband, my family, like no one else is getting it. And those are the people that deserve it the most. And so I really want for you to take a look at the stressors in your life. If you need to sit down and jot down a list of the things that are stressing you out so that you can decide Do you need to hire somebody? Do you need to get something off your plate? Do you need to make a move or pivot? I want for you to do that because stress is telling you something and there are definitely going to be stressful seasons as an entrepreneur, but don't let that season get too long, my friends. Okay. You guys, I really can't express how cool Pevolve workouts are. You can stream workouts anytime, anywhere from any device. They feature multiple approaches to health, like the prehab program that I have loved while being pregnant. The prehab program elongates and creates lean muscles. It's low impact and it focuses on activating hard to target muscles. They've also designed their exclusive P-Ball, which is basically a unique exercise ball that takes your workouts to the next level. Its elastic band holds the ball in place so you can activate hard to reach muscles in the core, glutes, and thighs for tone and definition. It's awesome. For me, I've loved the versatility and flexibility. I can work out at home while I'm traveling, and I've loved how it's evolved with me during my pregnancy. I can find something every day, whether I'm in the mood to get an intense sweat on or just get a more gentle workout in. Right now, they are offering a six-day total body workout. It's six days of guided workouts and a digital calendar designed to keep you on track. Now enough about the logistics, you need to try it for yourself. To buy a P-Ball and receive two months of free streaming, visit pvolve.com slash golddigger and enter golddigger at checkout. That's p-v-o-l-v-e dot com slash golddigger and enter golddigger. You guys are going to love it. Let's move on to the next one. Let's make it a little more fun, hey? I mean, stress is like good and heavy, but like, let's talk about accomplishment. This one is really fun and uplifting to talk about. We have all felt it. That beautiful sense of accomplishment when a goal 
gets reached or a milestone is met or the to-do list is actually done or your inbox hits zero. There is something so empowering about knowing that you put the work in to make your dreams a reality. You are the one in charge of your destiny. Like how cool is that? Chasing your life's biggest calling can make you feel a ton of pride and accomplishment, heck, even celebration. When your name is on it, behind it, and connected to your work, you work harder to make something you are proud of. Accomplishment comes in all forms, small and big. Smaller feelings are when you actually get everything done that you set out to do for that day, when you're able to close the laptop and be present, when you get your workout in, or when you make a healthy dinner for your family. Simply put, it is those little moments during the day where you're like, yep, I've got this. These moments of accomplishment are what you should shoot for every day. They are the small choices and the little things that show you that you are moving in the right direction, aka moving towards the big moments of accomplishment. One of the most accomplished times that I've ever felt in my career was winning an award from Wisconsin Brian saying I was the top wedding vendor in the entire state. This was a huge goal that I almost didn't want to say out loud for so long because it seemed so impossible. I've shared this before, but I have always felt like an imposter as a photographer. I'm this girl who never took a single art class, who didn't go to any workshops or take any online courses to learn how to shoot, but it happened for me. And I remember the joy and the pride I felt celebrating at the banquet, winning Best of Weddings with my family. Here's the deal. This is like an industry event. Everyone gets dressed up. Everyone wants to mix and mingle. But for me, I wanted to have my family there because these were the people that had pushed me every step of the way that believed in me and challenged me and knew that I could do it. And so I sat at a table with all four grandparents with my parents, my in-laws and Drew. And there was this big sense of accomplishment It was like the accumulation of all those little choices I'd made each day. Every time that I felt proud to cross something off my to-do list, to empty my inbox, to serve my clients well, to get my clients their photos back to them when they were ready and excited about them, that all led to that big moment. And I just remember when they said my name, see my grandma who didn't cry often with tears in her eyes, like she was so proud. And it just swept me off my feet because I had worked so hard. I'd sacrificed so much. And that feeling of accomplishment, it just doesn't leave you. It's like one of those things that I just wish we could all bottle up for those days that are so stinking hard. Guys, I don't want you to forget this. Like while you are out shooting for the stars, don't get lost in the enormity of the goal. Take it as an opportunity to break it down into smaller action-focused items that you can do every single day as you inch closer to the thing that you want the most. Big moments of pride and small moments of pride and every moment in between, they all deserve to be celebrated. One of the areas that I think I need to work on in my business is celebrating. How funny is that? I mean, how often do we like scroll through Instagram and people are talking about confetti and champagne and we're like, do people actually do that? Because I like accomplish something and I'm on to the next thing, right? But it wasn't always like that. And so sometimes as we get caught up in this world of entrepreneurship, we have to slow ourselves down and really acknowledge the accomplishment. Guys, are you acknowledging your accomplishment? 
Because I know I haven't been. I'll be the first one to admit it. I remember the first time my images were published in a magazine. I legitimately danced all the way back to our tiny little apartment. I had it on the wall. I framed that sucker. I posted it on Instagram. I was just so, so excited. And I wish that I could do that for all of the accomplishments that I'm getting now. Because I kind of just notice them and then forget about them. And it kind of breaks my heart. And so I want for you to make sure that no matter what you're doing day in and day out, that you are acknowledging the accomplishment, no matter if it's big or if it's small, because you are making things happen. Okay. Now the last one, let's talk about something we have all felt lost. My friends, the emotion of lost. We have all felt it. You are not the only one. I just want for you to say amen. Me too. I remember how stuck and stagnant I felt in my corporate job, dreading every Monday, living my life by someone else's standards and knowing deep inside that I wasn't living to my true potential. But what direction should I go? Enter the emotion lost. I remember this so vividly, like not knowing what to do next, what I should be doing if I was being foolish, but moving forward regardless. And while lost can seem negative, much like failure, it is often the launching pad to the right path. In periods where I've felt the most lost, it is because my soul knew that something was not right and it was time to discover the reason. Now, I remember at my corporate job, they were priming me to move on up. They wanted me to continue moving up in this corporate position. And I remember there was a day where my boss pulled me into her office. She said, Jenna, like you need to start dressing the part that you want to have. And I thought to her, first off, red and khaki is not my outfit of choice. But second off, I don't even know if I want that next part. And I think that a lot of times as we get sucked into ladder climbing We are climbing other people's ladders for us instead of climbing what we actually want. I have felt lost at so many points of this journey. I have felt confused. I have felt alone. I have wanted to quit. But hindsight is always 20-20, right? Like if we could only like look into this little magnifying glass and see what's next for us and be like, okay, this all makes sense. But looking back on that time, it inspires me because I can see that period of uncertainty was the moment that I was challenged to start building the life of my dreams. Now, I also want to remind you guys, like no one in my family had their own business. No one was an entrepreneur. We were all traditional workers with salaries and benefits. I didn't have somebody paving the way for me, but it doesn't change like how hard it was. Like it was so hard. I remember sleepless nights. I remember searching job postings. I remember wanting to update my resume. I just didn't know what I wanted to do. And periods of loss are still going to find you once you hit that dream career. I remember feeling so lost and confused when I was burnt out on weddings. Like, What would I do if I wasn't a photographer? That was what people knew me as. That was what I got started with. That was what I wanted. That was what I had worked so hard. Like, I've also wondered, like, how can I compete with these people? Like, they've got their crap together. They are so pulled together. They are brilliant. They have all of this education. Or I wonder, like, what will fill in the blank? Think of my next career transition. Are they going to judge me? Are they wondering, what the heck is she doing? What is next? 
But feeling lost can find us in big moments like career pivots can also find us in the quiet in-betweens while scrolling and looking at our planner while playing the comparison game. There's so much content out there, so many ways to get to where you want to go, so much education, so many paths. It's hard to feel like you're on the right one sometimes, but there's always a but. I promise that if you lean on your intuition and trust that you know what you need, everything is going to fall into place. I promise. Remember, feeling lost is an opportunity for growth, for new chapters, new beginnings. I want for you to embrace it. So you guys, what a show, right? Like five emotions. And my goal in all of this is for you to feel worthy of chasing the dreams that are in your heart. I know so often it's easy to look at other people online or or people you even know and you're like, man, like she can do this and I can't. But the truth is, is that we're all facing fears. We're all excited about something. We're all stressed, eh? We've all got accomplishments happening, whether or not we're celebrating them. And we're all feeling a little lost. And when I started this show, I wanted to be proof that nobody has it all together, that your mess is welcomed here, that you are welcome to show up no matter what season you're in, no matter what emotion you're feeling. And so I want for you to know that wherever you are at, my friends, you are in the right place. Gold diggers, if you got anything out of today's show, I really wanted to remind you that you are not alone. Whatever seasons you're in, whatever emotions you're feeling, so many before you have navigated these seasons and are rooting for you. Looking for more inspiration and uplifting energy to get you through the difficult times? I want for you to join our Facebook community where we are constantly sharing our worries, our doubts, and we are lifting up one another. This group is linked in today's show notes at jennacutcherblog.com slash emotions. And bonus in the show notes, you'll also find a link to my favorite quiz that I developed just for you. What is your secret sauce? Because although we felt all of these common emotions, you, my friend, you have a gift that makes you uniquely you, and it is time for you to own your awesome. Take the quiz linked in the show notes. Again, that's jennacutcherblog.com slash emotions. All right, gold diggers, that's a wrap. I hope this episode made you feel at home with your fellow dreamers, doers, and forward thinkers. You are never alone. Remember that. And until next time, friends, keep on digging your biggest goals. Thanks for listening to the Gold Digger Podcast. Dive into the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at www.golddiggerpodcast.com. If you love the show, share it with a friend. The more the merrier. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time, you gold digger you.